0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Waitangi Day Breakfast through nine o'clock. It's a quarter to seven at Newstalk ZB. Let's get to Murray Olds in Australia. And um, Peter Dutton's voice to parliament questions may not be answered.
1: Yeah, good morning, Tim. It's according to uh, Professor Megan Davis. She's an Indigenous leader, met Mr Dutton remotely last week. Now, he's been demanding that uh, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese make completely clear his vision for the voice in Parliament. How will the voice members be chosen? How much will they be paid? Where will they you know, have their office space? What do their business cards look like? I mean, in other words, nitpicking from the right. Professor Davis, who's one of the authors of the Uluru Statement from the Heart, says the voice referendum will simply ask Australians, should Indigenous people who've been here 65,000 years be recognised in the Australian Constitution, which is written by white people, have been here about 230? And should a voice be set up to advise the Parliament? Nothing more than that. And that's what Albanese's been banging on about, and that's exactly what Peter Dutton knows. She says if the If the answer is yes, Parliament, that's the MPs and Senators who we elect, will come up with all the mechanics of what The Voice will do and what it looks like. Albanese says the opponents are simply trying to drum up another culture war over here along political lines. The opposition says it simply wants more information. That is a nonsense. The opposition is looking to kill this off a death by a thousand cuts and appeal to the right. That's all there is to it.
0: Now, a terrible tragedy in Perth. I've actually stood on the banks of uh, the Swan and, and watched Dolphins myself
1: oh, Didn't go dreadful. in, though. It's dreadful. This poor little girl, um, she'd been out for the afternoon um, with friends, uh, all this, you know, similar age. This girl was 16 years old, um, just hideous, still a berry. And they've been out jet skiing for the afternoon. Um, they go into the Swan, and as you say, it's, it's not an uncommon occurrence. And so she's jumped in to have a bit of a swim with this pod of, uh, of dolphins and she's been attacked by a bull shark. They think it was a bull shark, I should say. Uh, the other young people who were with her all saw it. Uh, one man, incredibly, one man jumped in to try and save the young lady, but um, her injuries were too severe. She died at the scene. Local authorities say uh, it's been 100 years, Tim, since the last uh, fatal shark attack in the Swan River and it's just horrendous.
0: Now, Pamela Anderson is not very pleased with one of your
1: favourite politicians. Um, No? Scott Morrison? ScoMo, he's the gift he keeps on giving. Now, Pamela Anderson, of course, the actress, um, musician, and um, I I wasn't all that aware of her humanitarian work, but she's out there in a big way, and she's taken Scott Morrison to task. She came here in 2019 to campaign for the release of Uh, Julian Assange, who, of course, is the Australian founder of WikiLeaks. She knows Assange and knows his family. Apparently, he's particularly friendly with his mother. I knew nothing about this, but in a new book, Anderson says she wrote an open letter to Scott Morrison when she was here saying, can you do more to free uh, uh, Julian Assange? I'll come and meet you if you like to advance advance this debate. Uh, According to her... He responded within a trivial way, saying he'd love to meet her if he can bring along a few of his buddies. Uh, That did not go over well, she says. Women unimpressed by his remarks. Insensitive. Uh, Just Mate, all the words that she uses simply sum up the way that Australians, I think, um, regard Scott Morrison. Insensitive? No. Scott? Unimpressive? Mm. No, surely not.
0: Although... yeah, in fairness, I mean, if she'd done a bit more research, she might not have approached ScoMo for help over Julian
1: Assange. Well, that's true. Um, knowing that, uh, <laughs> knowing his, uh, his, his views on, on on matters like that, uh, there, there could have been a more sympathetic audience, you think, Tim?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying, exactly, yeah. <laughs>
1: Has there been a bit of aggro in the NRL, a bit of biffo? Well, you know, it wouldn't be the start of a rugby league season without some uh, a couple of clowns uh, punching on. Uh, these are any allegations at this point, but both Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell are going to front the uh, ACT courts, uh, li- I think in March, I beg your pardon. Uh, these two uh, were, you know, highly, highly tuned athletes, uh, were outside a Canberra nightclub at quarter to four on Sunday morning. Oh, uh, one side says uh, they were punching each other. Uh, another witness says, no, they were just wrestling. In any event, um, the ACT wallopers have turned up. Uh, apparently, Luttrell has been taken down in a copybook tackle with four uh, young wallopers uh, putting his hands behind his back and handcuffing him. Anyway, they were taken away. They spent the night in the cells. Uh, much ado about nothing, according to the NRL, but it's, it's assigned the, uh, the intriguingly named Integrity Unit to investigate what these two clowns were doing. Apparently, they're there for Jack Whiten's birthday. But that's what you do when you're out with a a very good mate for a birthday party. You punch him in the chops.
0: Absolutely, yes. (laughs) Uh, They are uh, unbelievable, aren't they? uh, Thanks for the invite, but I won't be there for your birthday party. (laughs) That's what's on the cards. Thanks so much. Good on you, Tim. Cheers. Murray Olds, correspondent in Australia. It's now nine away from seven.